O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom for ever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Monday, September 6. Feast of Trumpets, or Yom Teruah, is coming up very soon, on September 8th sundown going into September 9th. On the night of Yom Teruah, we look for the sighting of the new moon. In Leviticus 23, 23-25, it is written, Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, In the seventh month, on the first day of the month, you shall have a Shabbat rest, a memorial of blowing of trumpets, a holy convocation. You shall do no customary work on it, and you shall offer an offering made by fire to the Lord. The first day of the month is defined by the sighting of the new moon. These are the major themes associated with the Feast of Trumpets. Teshuvah, or repentance. It is called Rosh Hashanah, or the head of the year. It is called Yom Teruah, or the day of the loud shout, or the awakening blast. It is also known as Yom Hadin, or the day of judgment. Yom HaZikaron, the day of remembrance. Hamalek, Coronation Day, Yamim Noraim, the Days of Awe, Yom HaKiseh, the Hidden Day, the Opening of the Gates of Heaven, the Last Trump, and the Resurrection of the Dead, the Wedding of the Messiah. Stage 1 is Kedushim, Stage 2 is Nesuin. From Rosh Hashanah, also known as Feast of Trumpets, to Yom Kippur, this time frame of ten days is known as the Days of Awe, Yamim Noraim. What is the spiritual application and meaning of the Days of Awe? With the Days of Awe, we have two significant spiritual applications. The first is personal, and the second is prophetic. It is a reminder that Yom Kippur is fast approaching. On Yom Kippur, atonement will be made for each individual person. The rabbis teach that during the days of awe, the gates of heaven are open to receive the prayers of those who repent. In the final service of Yom Kippur, the gates of heaven are seen as being closed. The days of awe are a prophetic foreshadow of the tribulation period. The feasts are rehearsals, but one day Yeshua will return and it will not be a rehearsal. The prophetic application of the Days of Awe is this. They are associated with the time known as Jacob's Trouble, or the Great Tribulation. The Days of Awe are associated with the birth pangs of coming into the Messianic Era. The Days of Awe will focus in on what is happening with events in Israel, the controversy of Zion, and the city of Jerusalem. The fall festivals teach us about the second coming of Yeshua the Messiah. Yom Teruah is also known as the Day of the Coronation, 
Hamalek. This is a major theme associated with this feast. The spiritual application is this. When Yeshua returns, he will be coming back as King of Israel, as the Messiah ben David, as it is written in Revelation 19.16. And he has on his vesture and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Are you being blessed by this ministry? Please consider supporting Daily Audio Torah. You can make a one-time or a recurring donation by going to dailyaudiotorah.com and then click on the Give pick on the navigation menu. You can then make a secure online donation there. Thank you for your prayers, and thank you for your support. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the New Living Translation for the Hebrew Scriptures, and for the Brit Hadashah. Today we continue the Torah portion, Hazinu, and it means give ear. Deuteronomy 32, 11 to 30. Like an eagle that rouses her chicks and hovers over her young, so he spread his wings to take them up and carried them safely on his pinions. The Lord alone guided them. They followed no foreign gods. He let them ride over the highlands and feast on the crops of the fields. He nourished them with honey from the rock and olive oil from the stony ground. He fed them yogurt from the herd and milk from the flock, together with the fat of lambs. He gave them choice rams from Bashan and goats, together with the choicest wheat. You drank the finest wine made from the juice of grapes. But Israel soon became fat and unruly. The people grew heavy, plump, and stuffed. Then they abandoned the God who had made them. They made light of the rock of their salvation. They stirred up his jealousy by worshiping foreign gods. They provoked his fury with detestable deeds. They offered sacrifices to demons, which are not God to gods they had not known before, to new gods only recently arrived, to gods their ancestors had never feared. You neglected the rock who had fathered you. You forgot the God who had given you birth. The Lord saw this and drew back, provoked to anger by his own sons and daughters. He said, I will abandon them, then see what becomes of them, for they are a twisted generation children without integrity. They have roused my jealousy by worshiping things that are not God. They have provoked my anger with their useless idols. Now I will rouse their jealousy through people who are not even a people. I will provoke their anger through the foolish Gentiles. For my anger blazes forth like fire and burns to the depths of the grave. It devours the earth and all its crops, and ignites the foundations of the mountains. I will heap disasters upon them and shoot them down with my arrows. I will weaken them with famine, burning fever, and deadly disease. I will send the fangs of wild beasts and poisonous snakes that glide in the dust. Outside the sword will bring death, and inside terror will strike both young men and young women, both infants and the aged. I would have annihilated them, wiping out even the memory of them. 
But I feared the taunt of Israel's enemy, who might misunderstand and say, Our own power has triumphed. The Lord has done nothing to do with this. But Israel is a senseless nation. The people are foolish, without understanding. Oh, that they were wise and could understand this. Oh, that they might know their fate. How could one person chase a thousand of them, and two people put ten thousand to flight? unless their rock had sold them, unless the Lord had given them up. Song of Songs 1-1-16 This is Solomon's Song of Songs more wonderful than any other. Young woman, kiss me and kiss me again. For your love is sweeter than wine. How pleasing is your fragrance. Your name is like the spreading fragrance of scented oils. No wonder all the young women love you. Take me with you. Come, let's run. The king has brought me into his bedroom. Young women of Jerusalem, how happy we are for you, O king. We praise your love even more than wine. Young woman, How right they are to adore you! I am dark, but beautiful. O women of Jerusalem, dark as the tents of Kedar, dark as the curtains of Solomon's tents, don't stare at me because I am dark. The sun has darkened my skin. My brothers were angry with me. They forced me to care for their vineyards, so I couldn't care for myself, my own vineyard. Tell me, my love, where are you leading your flock today? Where will you rest your sheep at noon? For why should I wander like a prostitute among your friends and their flocks? Young man, if you don't know, O most beautiful woman, follow the trail of my flock and graze your young goats by the shepherd's tents. You are as exciting, my darling, as a mare among Pharaoh's stallions. How lovely are your cheeks! Your earrings set them afire. How lovely is your neck, enhanced by a string of jewels. We will make for you earrings of gold and beads of silver. Young woman, the king is lying on his couch, enchanted by the fragrance of my perfume. My lover is like a sachet of myrrh lying between my breasts. He is like a bouquet of sweet henna blossoms from the vineyards of En Gedi. Young man, how beautiful you are, my darling, how beautiful. Your eyes are like doves. Young woman, you are so handsome, my love, pleasing beyond words. The soft grass is our bed, fragrant cedar branches are the beams of our house, and pleasant-smelling firs are the rafters. Young woman, I am the spring crocus blooming on the Sharon Plain, the lily of the valley. Young man, like a lily among thistles is my darling among young women. Young woman, like the finest apple tree in the orchard is my lover among other young men. I sit in his delightful shade and taste his delicious fruit. He escorts me to the banquet hall. It's obvious how much he loves me. Strengthen me with raisin cakes, refresh me with apples, for I am weak with love. 
His left arm is under my head, and his right arm embraces me. Promise me, O women of Jerusalem, by the gazelles and wild deer, not to awaken love until the time is right. Ah, I hear my lover coming. He is leaping over the mountains, bounding over the hills. My lover is like a swift gazelle or a young stag. Look, there he is behind the wall, looking through the windows, peering into the room. My lover said to me, Rise up, my darling. Come away with me, my fair one. Look, the winter is past, and the rains are over and gone. The flowers are springing up. The season of singing birds has come, and the cooing of turtle doves fills the air. The fig trees are forming young fruit, and the fragrant grapevines are blossoming. Rise up, my darling, come away with me, my fair one. Young man, my dove is hiding behind the rocks, behind an outcrop on the cliff. Let me see your face, let me hear your voice, for your voice is pleasant and your face is lovely. Young women of Jerusalem, catch all the foxes, those little foxes, before they ruin the vineyard of love, for the grapevines are blossoming. Young woman, my lover is mine and I am his. He browses among the lilies. Before the dawn breezes blow and the night shadows flee, return to me, my love, like a gazelle or a young stag on the rugged mountains. Young woman, one night, as I lay in bed, I yearned for my lover. I yearned for him, but he did not come. So I said to myself, I will get up and roam the city, searching in all its streets and squares. I will search for the one I love. So I searched everywhere, but did not find him. The watchmen stopped me as they made their rounds, and I asked, Have you seen the one I love? Then scarcely had I left them when I found my love. I caught and held him tightly. Then I brought him to my mother's house, into my mother's bed where I had been conceived. Promise me, O women of Jerusalem, by the gazelles and wild deer, not to awaken love until the time is right. Young Women of Jerusalem Who is this sweeping in from the wilderness like a cloud of smoke? Who is it, fragrant with myrrh and frankincense and every kind of spice? Look, it is Solomon's carriage surrounded by sixty heroic men, the best of Israel's soldiers. They are all skilled swordsmen, experienced warriors. Each wears a sword on his thigh, ready to defend the king against an attack in the night. King Solomon's carriage is built of wood imported from Lebanon. Its posts are silver, its canopy gold, its cushions are purple. It was decorated with love by the young women of Jerusalem. Young woman, come out to see King Solomon, young women of Jerusalem, he wears the crown his mother gave him on his wedding day, his most joyous day. Young man, you are beautiful, my darling, beautiful beyond words. Your eyes are like doves behind your veil. Your hair falls in waves like a flock of goats winding down the slopes of Gilead. Your teeth are as white as sheep, recently shorn and freshly washed. Your smile is flawless, each tooth matched with its twin. 
Your lips are like scarlet ribbon. Your mouth is inviting. Your cheeks are like rosy pomegranates behind your veil. Your neck is as beautiful as the Tower of David, jeweled with the shields of a thousand heroes. Your breasts are like two fawns, twin fawns of a gazelle gazing among the lilies. Before the dawn breezes blow and the night shadows flee, I will hurry to the mountain of myrrh and to the hill of frankincense. You are altogether lovely, my darling, beautiful in every way. Come with me from Lebanon, my bride. Come with me from Lebanon. Come down from Mount Amana, from the peaks of Sinar and Hermon, where the lions have their dens and leopards live among the hills. You have captured my heart, my treasure, my bride. You hold it hostage with one glance of your eyes, with a single jewel of your necklace. Your love delights me, my treasure, my bride. Your love is better than wine, your perfume more fragrant than spices. Your lips are as sweet as nectar, my bride. Honey and milk are under your tongue. Your clothes are scented like the cedars of Lebanon. You are my private garden, my treasure, my bride. A secluded spring, a hidden fountain. Your thighs shelter a paradise of pomegranates with rare spices, henna with nard, nard and saffron, fragrant calamus and cinnamon, with all the trees of frankincense, myrrh and aloes, and every other lovely spice. You are a garden fountain, a well of fresh water streaming down from Lebanon's mountains. Young woman, awake, north wind, rise up, south wind, blow on my garden and spread its fragrance all around. Come into your garden, my love, taste its finest fruits. Second Corinthians eight, sixteen to twenty four. But thank God. He has given Titus the same enthusiasm for you, Corinthians, that I, Paul, have. Titus welcomed our request that he visit you again. In fact, he himself was very eager to go and see you. We are also sending another brother with Titus. All the churches praise him as a preacher of the good news. He was appointed by the churches to accompany us as we take the offering to Jerusalem a service that glorifies the Lord and shows our eagerness to help. We are traveling together to guard against any criticism for the way we are handling this generous gift. We are careful to be honorable before the Lord, but we also want everyone else to see that we are honorable. We are also sending with them another of our brothers who has proven himself many times and has shown on many occasions how eager he is. He is now even more enthusiastic because of his great confidence in you. If anyone asks about Titus, say that he is my partner, who works with me to help you. And the brothers with him have been sent by the church, and they bring honor to Christ. So show them your love, and prove to all the churches that our boasting about you is justified. Psalm 50 1-23 The Lord, 
The Mighty One is God, and He has spoken. He has summoned all humanity from where the sun rises to where it sets, from Mount Zion the perfection of beauty. God shines in glorious radiance. Our God approaches, and He is not silent. Fire devours everything in His way, and a great storm rages around Him. He calls on the heavens above and earth below to witness the judgment of His people. Bring my faithful people to me, those who made a covenant with me by giving sacrifices. Then let the heavens proclaim His justice, for God Himself will be the judge. O my people, listen as I speak. Here are my charges against you, O Israel. I am God, your God. I have no complaint about your sacrifices or the burnt offerings you constantly offer. But I do not need the bulls from your barns or the goats from your pens, for all the animals of the forest are mine, and I own the cattle on a thousand hills. I know every bird on the mountains, and all the animals of the field are mine. If I were hungry, I would not tell you, for all the world is mine and everything in it. Do I eat the meat of bulls? Do I drink the blood of goats? Make thankfulness your sacrifice to God, and keep the vows you made to the Most High. Then call on me when you are in trouble, and I will rescue you, and you will give me glory. But God says to the wicked, Why bother reciting my decrees and pretending to obey my covenant? For you refuse my discipline and treat my words like trash. When you see thieves, you approve of them, and you spend your time with adulterers. Your mouth is filled with wickedness, and your tongue is full of lies. You sit around and slander your brother, your own mother's son. While you did all this, I remained silent, and you thought I didn't care. But now I will rebuke you, listing all my charges against you. Repent, all of you who forget me, or I will tear you apart, and no one will help you. But giving thanks is a sacrifice that truly honors me. If you keep to my path, I will reveal to you the salvation of God. Proverbs 22, 22-23 Don't rob the poor just because you can, or exploit the needy in court. For the Lord is their defender. He will ruin anyone who ruins them. Please enjoy this beautiful worship song, The Promise, by Ronan Shalom. to me
from Numbers chapter 6, 24 to 26. Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. <laughs>